and welcome to a very special episode of One Good Thing. Uh, I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And today we are going to perform an audio commentary that you can sync up with the film. We haven't started oh, yet, so you get that DVD <laughs> or illegal stream ready. Um, 38 minutes in. <laughs> 38 minutes in, guys. You need to catch up pronto. Um, we are revisiting one of our least favourite films that we've ever covered. Ray Cooney and John Luton's Run for Your Wife from 2012. Mm. <laughs> Don't worry if you're currently unable to watch along because it's not available on any streaming services. Um, and maybe you lent your physical copy to your mum and dad. It happens. <laughs> your dad does ask for it every week. <laughs> son, you and got you have that, to think uh... of excuses for him not to see it. <laughs> no, sorry, dad. Days. I haven't got it. You're fucking lying, aren't you, son? <laughs> yes. And your son. Give it here. Give it. <laughs> Don't want to. What? His, his hand's still through the letterbox as we speak, so all you have to do is turn up your special copy of Room for Your Wife, Room for Your Wife, extra loud, and you won't hear his sweaty groping from the other room. Room for Your You hear him shout. Um, <laughs> we have really to... <laughs> and your dad's Voldemort. Shit! You got problems, oh, no. son. You're a cursed <laughs> child. A Hashtag keep the secrets. So... <laughs> We are going to make it entertaining for everyone, whether you can see Danny Tyre's sweaty face or not. Mm. Constant or at talking. Least, <laughs> at least we're going to make in it as, uh, as entertaining as we usually manage to make things. So, I'm lubed up and ready. <laughs> Poor you, Danny Diehard. Oh, you what? Are you ready to commence? Yes. Our second watch. It's more like my second and a half watch, because I had to watch a lot of it during sampling last time. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you're the vet. You're the vet. <laughs> I survived half a war more than you. Okay. Well, let's do it. Prepare to unpause. <laughs> From the 70s play. <laughs> of Run For Your Wife. Prepare to yeah. unpause your copy of Run For Your Wife in three, two, one. Run For Your Wife. <laughs> yeah, sound of, sound of rain, sound of a taxi. It's London. Oh, there's that jaunty tune. Oh, you know, no. we fucking love it. Wife. Get those knees up. Run for your wife. I have turned it down slightly. I don't want to have hearing come the end of this. It was a defense mechanism. <laughs> oh, that's a nice color scheme, isn't it? Oh, I love it. Look at that 90s. This is like a Steps video. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, Game On. Do you remember that sitcom, Paul? I do remember Game On. <laughs> oh, look at that. The colours oh. on the logo are just... I'm going to try and reduce the number of times I say look at that during this audio commentary. <laughs> oh, but here comes our first couple of cameos, Paul, mate. Oh, look at that. I can't remember who that is. Is John Cryer? Barry Cryer? Someone Cryer. One of them. Oh, but it's, it's also telling us that. all the people... Oh, it's those Rolf guys. Harris and Cliff Richard. Fantastic. Oh, God. Seeing those two is putting me in mind of the trailer for this, which we didn't talk about during the um, the podcast. No, we try uh, not to because, talk much. <laughs> because I hadn't seen it at that point. But my God, is the narrator fucking insulting in his condescending voice. Is it an Barry, Englishman? Yeah, just Barry likes being a taxi driver. He likes being his own boss. <laughs> Everyone he loves his zero-hours contract. Tell you what, why don't we all get down to the job centre and sign into some zero-hours jobs? It's just the childish way he was talking to me. Just, come watch this crazy taxi driver as he goes around London. Sexy the birds. Is it Johnny who Vaughan? Is, who is this for? It might have been Johnny Vaughan. The movie is. 
Oh, look at him. He's eating oh, a crisp. Now, what like was a he human. Eating? Who does he think he is? That looked to me like, like a prawn cracker, but like the prawn crackers you could get as like bags of crisps. Yeah. Manufactured when they, as fuck. When they say, do you want some prawn crackers? And you say only 16 bags, please. <laughs> oh, look well, at him lifting bags for ladies. Oh, what that fucking like? legend. Well, the song is wrapping up, so I guess now we can settle in and enjoy whatever this movie's actually going to be about. Oh, next song. Okay. <laughs> Great. Fucking seamless, do you, mate. Do you he remember parked, that from the first just, time we saw it? Yes. He just pulled into a disabled parking bay. <laughs> well, he's a cabbie, isn't he? That's what he wants. I don't know any cabbies. What? You mean old bugger. I'll that is suck so you impossible. off later. Like daddy. <laughs> she loves it. She, I love it when you're insulting to taxi drivers. To service turns workers, me on, yeah. Turns me on like nothing else. <laughs> Look at that London street that's 1% of London. <laughs> well, you like that oh, I remember this. Around. Yeah. This was a good thing last time, yeah. <laughs> Sweary old lady. Sweary old lady. I mean, Who doesn't love it? I'm, I mean, I like that in Zombie Women of Satan, so little has changed. <laughs> And that's Judy Dench. <laughs> that's the queen. You know what? I actually heard that all of the cameos in this donated their... Um... Oh, you see, she ruined the joke there by saying, Language, you fart face. Uh... Oh, no, the inciting incident. Oh. That sound effect. Was it, was it always fart face? I thought it was fuck face back uh, in the day. <laughs> Paul, this is for children. <laughs> this commentary of run for your wife. <laughs> no, this this run for your wife. She wouldn't say fuckface. Oh, I don't remember this reveal. You can't remember everything. No, I guess not. Well, Just awkward music that was changes. Unfortunate. <laughs> Thank God these What's ladies were around. Yeah. Probably more cameras. Those are You're the spice six, girls. Sixty miles an hour down the road. <laughs> don't worry, madam. And he drives the other way. <laughs> Oh, the homeless woman had a dog. Oh, what? Take it off her. She's not allowed. (laughs) Somebody deport her. It feels like a play, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. It looks like one, even though it's taking place in in actual London. Now, St. Thomas's Hospital, is that the one near London Bridge? Let's piss off. Yes. You know what? This is going to piss off Londoners and non-Londoners. Non-Londoners are going to be like, I don't fucking care. Londoners are going to be like, no, it's fucking not. You idiot, that's guys. <laughs> it is guys, actually. I thought St. Thomas yeah, is near. I thought I thought both are near. I found it confusing when I had to go for a butt test. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I, I can't remember why I went. I think it was just blood. You just kept showing it to the butt. receptionist of whatever building you went to. Oh, I just done his van out and just woken up in my, my England. <laughs> I fucking hate England. Look at it. <laughs> it looks bollocks. <laughs> a lot of bollocks, guys. <laughs> that big bathroom. Bullish. Shite. Look at that horrible. Horrible with a capital O. <laughs> colour scheme. Oh, pink state and yellow. Of, state of that. Jesus, the colour scheme I hate so much. Look at the fucking pastel colours to appeal to so, children. Was was this what happened in the play? It was just you knew what room you were in because it was a different pastel. <laughs> no, it was this it was the same room color. in the play. It was this really interesting stage work where they're both in the same room, but yeah. it's meant to be different rooms. It was Kind of interesting. Look at that butt. Very clear. Fuck yeah. Look at, Look at the ar- butt. arse on that, everyone. Look, 
Ray, it's just that I don't think anyone would sleep, toss and turn like that. <laughs> are you the butt? Are you the butt king, or am I the butt king? <laughs> You're the butt king. That's right. <laughs> Something for the dads. Oh, this this music like it's Snow White. I know, it's right? Me. I love the fact <gasps> both of these. Hang on a minute. This doesn't make any sense because they both expected him to be there. Yeah. Good. So if, if, if one of them nonsense. Oh uh, yeah, that's weird. Let's see if there's a clue here. Maybe they're gonna. He should have been home eight hours ago. I should have noticed he left half an hour ago. <laughs> oh. What? Oh. What? What? But so, yeah, she is upset because she didn't notice that he had been home and left already. Yeah. So. He usually comes home at half eleven, sleeps for half an hour, and he goes back out to work. He's ever so he's ever so good. And he didn't do that last night, so I'm super worried to the point of calling the police. Jesus, you know what? He's really he's already to... on thin ice, isn't he? <laughs> it's a fucking disaster. You know what? I rewatched The Prestige lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> at least that that had a more plausible living situation for the Christian Bale <laughs> character than this. Oh, Bernard Crippens. Oh, Cribbins. Yeah. I do love Bernard Cribbins. Yeah, I love him. He made me cry multiple times in Doctor Who. And now he's in Run for Your Wife. (laughs) I just remember him as having this really wonderful disruptive joke in Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Um, David Tennant (laughs) was hosting, actually. And uh, that's it. It was a Doctor Who special of Nevermind the Buzzcocks because that was happening near the end of that show. (laughs) The extent to which that show lost its fucking identity is amazing. But Bernard Cribbins. (laughs) Never mind the Buzzcocks or uh, Doctor Who. Ne- never mind the Buzzcocks. I haven't seen Doctor Who. But I um, uh, lost his identity. Oh no! But David Tennant <laughs> was uh, reading out some trivia fact about how someone bought a pair of Britney Spears underwear for seventy-five oh, yeah. million pounds, and Bernard Cribbins just without missing a beat just said, "Do you want to see him?" <laughs> it just fucking Fuck, I love tore you, the studio apart. <laughs> it was the timing. It was so good. That's perfect. <laughs> and now he's and now he's in this. And now he's in this. God bless him. Oh, I think I liked that in, last time we saw that his uh, his miming the the steering wheel, or you liked it? <laughs> no, I didn't. What? I liked him saying "nurse, loving nurse." Oh, we, that's it. Yeah, which I was busy relaying a story about Bernard oh, Cribbins over. Look at that face as the music plays. <laughs> He's fed up. He's just. What oh. is he like? What is this guy like? It's that's all of British comedy. It's the foundation of British comedy. Is the oh face? Yeah, it's. Yeah, you've got this school, the Run for Your Wife school, or you've got the Monty Python school, which is my pants are down. Um, it just depends how you, how you execute it. <laughs> I, I really just want to emphasize what bad casting Danny Dyer is in this, because the whole idea is that he's not a sex maniac, which, yeah. to be honest, the casting of two beautiful women as his wives also doesn't help. You know, in the stage no. play, it's usually two homely women. And oh, okay. the idea is that he's press-ganged into having two wives because he just doesn't have the... That's not even one of the wives, is it? Oh, no, it's not. It's a... Jesus. Jesus. 
Yeah, God, I really wish that just every, every joke is lampshaded as well. Yeah. Because her delivery of it's miss, actually, wasn't too yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, if it had just oh. been, it's miss, actually, then that would have yeah. been something. But it's miss, go, actually, <laughs> so come give me one right up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there are no gaps left to fill because the, the film is just <laughs> shafting every single one of them. That's what the best thing about comedy is. It's the gaps in which the audience makes their own jokes. <laughs> in which Danny Tired leaves you the fuck alone for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you just... Oh, no, yeah. it's first day morning at 7.58. I should have been <laughs> at my wife seven seconds ago. <laughs> should have called the police by now. <laughs> they all know I'm in deep with the gangsters. <laughs> Wait, says Denise for now. Why are you here? You were supposed to leave seven and a half hours ago. Fucking nightmare. Ga- it's like the Flintstones. Gary Gardner is Neil Morrissey's name. That's... Is that Gary. good? In a better thing, would that be good? Gary Gardner? No. No, it's not, is it? <laughs> not as a joke. Or like a kooky... <laughs> oh, what? His name's Gary Gardner. What a lad. What is he like? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better version of that name. Oh, you know when she says I'm going to make you a nice cup of coffee, it's going to be in a massive mug with too much milk, and it's going to oh, be Nescafe. <laughs> How about Gary Granger? Brilliant love. Gary Granger. Is that a bit better? Gary Gary Garlow. Oh, that's been <laughs> done. That's pretty good. <laughs> Gary Garbo. Did we find out that this sergeant was from something? Apart from just looking like um, Jamie Bell, but not. Um. Oh, he's probably from something. His mum. <laughs> Just fill any silences with that. <laughs> We're pros. Uh. That's a very 70s play joke. Yeah, do you know what? One of the major feedbacks for this from critics was um, it seems that the director hasn't seen a film in the last 30 years. Yeah, I'd do that. We don't need to. Done theatre. <laughs> it worked I for Martin McDonald the in the future. Do you suppose he was really sniffy about all this? Please, my form is the theatre. <laughs> the truth of theatre is your not truth down, of film. Daniel. <laughs> now, you see, the audience would be able to examine the package with free range. Whereas the director must direct attention. <laughs> I hate all this the, the, the likely lad scheming that goes on in this film. Ah. Just, ooh, he's a chancer, isn't he? Oh, what's he like? He's stealing from people. So f- the funny thing is, this could have all been easily avoided if uh, any of us were decent people, but we're not. <laughs> I'm so exhausted at the fucking shenanigans that are about to start. I know, just think, thinking that we've got... How long is this film, Paul? Like 68 uh, minutes? It's an hour and a half, I think. Oh, we piss. Yeah. So, we've got about an 70 hour. minutes of, of Danny Dyer yeah. just refusing to... And, and like you said, because he's not henpecked, he, he's just a twat, just refusing to not be yeah. a twat. Yeah, it's not that he's trying to please everyone, it's just that he's trying not to reveal he, his horrific trying... truth, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to keep all the wives. Yeah. So I'm a nasty piece of work. <laughs> Give me that. I'm I'm trying, to a, bum. I'm trying to think of a good... <laughs> yeah, I'm not fucking humour. I'm trying to think of a good <laughs> farce, you know? 
Well, there were several I'm, I'm... episodes of Frasier. Well, yeah, I think that's it. There were really good episodes of Frasier where a simple lie would cause tremendous amounts of comedy, yeah. but usually because it required people to act against type or um. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just frustrating. <laughs> well, I I, t- I tell you more after this scene's over because it's very good. Oh God. One of those vibrators, fantastic. Oh, Actually, lovely. leading on from that, um, I've been thinking a lot of Dario Fo, the Italian uh, like satirist, I guess. Okay. Um, who a, a lot of his humor, you know, is based on a lot of it is very working class humor, and um, but it's all sort of Italian and anarchist in a time of fascism. Right. Working class humor, and so it's a little bit different. But um, a lot of the humor is still based on slapstick and. Um, uh, like misuse of words. Yeah. Like he'll be in in a hospital bed on a vibrator. Um, yeah. but it's but it's but in the next beat, the rest of the story continues, and the the dialogue, the dialogue continues as if that gaff hadn't been made. It's not. Yeah. It's not then accompanied with. Well, you what know are what? They they're, like? they're all waiting for a studio audience who aren't there. Yes. That's the thing is they're they're waiting for the audience to laugh and. They know from the theatre that you can't just plough into the next line because it'll, you know, be covered up by laughter. So they write natural pauses in, which when you put into yes. a film is just death. It's a yes. deathly silence. It's, 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 it's cacophonously yeah. drowned out. The camera out. pans back and it's just Ray Cooney <laughs> wanking in the dark. Oh, God. I'm gonna but but Dario Fo is very biting, very biting, very urgent political satire at a time when Italy was, you know, a really volatile place. <laughs> Well, um, you know, 2012, Britain. It was the Olympic year, but remember we had to put missile launchers in all the roofs because it was so sure someone was going to attack the fucking thing? And wasn't oh, it the yeah. Olympic... Wasn't it the riots that year? When everybody, you know, went outside with a fucking brush pan and David Cameron pissed off to Italy. Yeah, it might have been that, that year. year. Or the year I before, think, I forget which. I think it was that year. Um, But yeah, so tumultuous times. Was this the story we needed? <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> what is? I mean, it's just—it's like a whole premise that comes out of one gag. You know, bloke mm. has two wives, tries to keep them both secret and quiet, and it's just, ugh. It's a thirty-minute episode. Yeah. And they don't do much in the way of physical business either. It's not like a scene where he has to hide one of them in a in a cupboard and they keep missing each other. Not fish called no. Wanda actually has some interesting gags that are similar to this. Hmm. But um, I'm going to read the first line of the reception part of the Wikipedia page for this, which is, Run For Your Rife was met with so many overwhelmingly negative reviews upon release that the reviews <sighs> themselves were widely reported in the UK press. <laughs> <laughs> this became uh, the story. Did you enjoy the two seconds of black and white photography there? That's, that was smart. <laughs> I do, I do like there. the the hungry way she necks that glass of wine. <laughs> it's it's very English. Just got to forget. What is that face? <laughs> I'm I'm such a cheating <laughs> piece of shit though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, essentially he is just explain ex- explaining how he came to cheat on his wife. Yeah. And they're making it jokey. Also, getting her more and more drunk is not making this better. No, I think she's just giving getting him more and more drunk. Yeah. And he's he's had twenty eight beers now. 
I'm walking with walking Sam, such a bloke. I can't believe it, Dave. Yeah, I know. Never drank that much in my life. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how this would be if this was Fraser trying to explain to Niles. Or the other yeah. way around, if Niles are trying to explain to Fraser how he well, ended up with two wives. For one thing, they'd be talking about the psychology of the whole thing. What he's actually yeah. getting out of and yeah. why he has two wives. Yeah, but, but Niles, what were you hoping to achieve? <laughs> okay. You know what? I watched the episode the other day where um, Frasier is pretending to be Jewish in order to keep his girlfriend's hap- uh, girl- f- family happy. And oh, Niles yeah. comes into the kitchen and says, what's going on? We're pretending to be Jewish. Okay. <laughs> it was just really inkeep- really surprising about his character that he just went along with it because they've got such a storied history of farces. <laughs> That's great. Let's just, also- should we just watch Frasier instead? Let's just watch fucking Frasier. There's also not much in the way of misapprehension. Like, if you if you try and follow along with the number of people who think something isn't true, it's just nobody thinks he has two wives, except for him and Neil Morrissey. <laughs> that wouldn't it be a bad really... I mean, idea. These police come in, and nothing comes of it. Then these reporters come in, mm. and nothing really comes of it. It's not very cleverly plotted. Oh, no, it's... it's... Just ultra basic. Yeah. Look at Neil Morris's face. You remember behaving bad. You were a man behaving badly, and now it's just this. Yeah. The problem was he kind of peaked in that. Mm. You get the impression he wasn't playing too far off of type. Yeah. He's Bob the Builder, wasn't he? He was Bob the Builder, and he was in the Night Manager. Was he? He was. Played a member of the government. That was just Hugh Laurie. Oh shit! You're telling me he also <laughs> wasn't done. house. Oh look, sorry, it's easily done. Fuck, that wasn't an accent from anywhere. <laughs> Hello, I'm Doctor House. <laughs> I've had a look at your X-ray, and I think it's brilliant. Who was he in the Night Manager? Uh, he was just like the member of government who keeps meeting with the um the lady who's like managing Tom Hiddleston's character. Ah. Yeah. He has a few intense speeches. He's in quite a lot of it. He's like, well, it's a a John le Carre thing, so he is the face of ineffectual British government. (laughs) He's the Lakin of that fucking thing. Oh, yeah. One of them's called Fat. What are you, Neil? (laughs) What are you, then, Neil? So, (laughs) So, what did you say? One of them's uh, called Fanny, the other one's called Dick. Very funny. Oh, come on. Hey, Nell. (laughs) In this, <laughs> one of them's called Fanny and one of them's called Dick. Nails says, I think, Lol. I, I think I heard her leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nails left. We're, our relationship's over. <laughs> People at home send $5 to me. <laughs> I'm in need. I don't, have, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm literally useless now. <laughs> I will be dead by the end of the week unless you send food immediately. <laughs> Anything, rats. Why is Shoes. The, why is the female reporter wearing like a, a gold-plated peace symbol? Because, you know, you know what journalists are like? They're all left-wing. Some of them just work for the Daily Mail. <laughs> Look at those shit flags in the background. Yeah. How's that for set dressing? <laughs> what are men like? Formula One, Barcelona. <laughs> Get some Formula One stuff. Uh, Can we get Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi driving a McLaren? 
If you look no. closely, I think they're sellotape to the wall. Oh, and that lovely red wall. Orange, whatever. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, our, that's my fucking response. The farmer. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? There are no farmers in London. If somebody in London comes up to you and says, all right, I'm a farmer, <laughs> you say, well, I'm you sorry that you the... lost your house and job. You call the police. <laughs> As you would with anyone. So they're trying oh something God. here. Neil Morrissey is pretending to be uh, the D- Danny Dyer. Unbelievably. This will have no consequences. Yeah, not really. Why is there a cake? <laughs> Why is there a fucking cake? Because <laughs> it's England. That's all anyone has in common. <laughs> man. A yay man? What is he like? <laughs> Neil Morris's role in this film is to just parrot everything Danny Dyer says. His to role... emphasise that it's a joke. His role is to be the moral superiority who judges him for doing bad things and also to be the chancy skeever. Who enables him to do bad things. Yeah. And also to be the walking lampshade. At no point in this film does someone have to pretend to be something radically different from what they are. Neil Morrissey pretending to be Danny Dyer in this is an apple pretending to be a slightly greener apple. <laughs> Slightly browner apple. <laughs> a slightly shitter Cause, apple. Because if he had to, it'd be Neil Morrissey, not Danny Dyer, right? Because you feel <laughs> sorry for Neil Morrissey, and for Danny Dyer, you only feel spite. Oh, fuck me. Swap the roles. <laughs> Cast Neil Morrissey in the lead of this. And then oh, put... that would have been quite nice. That, that would make so much more sense. And then Danny Dyer, just leave. Leave the production. And also have Neil Morrissey playing the neighbour. <laughs> With a slightly offensive But if, if Neil Morrissey played Danny Dyer Then who who would play I wanted to say Martin Clunes But I don't think he's right for it anymore <laughs> It would be a bit weird I just heard someone shout Sexually transmitted spots That was probably outside your house <laughs> See Silly I feel like that's son. how the henpecked husband would behave. Yeah. Um, oh, something about Denise Van Outen's performance in this really, really great. I think it's the performance. Mm. Oh, we're what, trying some physical watching? business. <laughs> oh, wait, is that not... Oh, I'm going to get all the... No, no, it is for Denise Van Outen. <laughs> oh, what's yeah, in that whiteboard? I bet that's funny. Oh, man, I bet that's a really great... Subtle joke. Why isn't he trying a voice? Yeah. That's how we feel, Danny Dyer. <laughs> well, you can't. I'm a farmer. <laughs> Okay, Paul, we can... Okay, a little bit of ad-lib. We're going to try and make this seem funny. I'm the concerned wife. (laughs) Alright, you be the concerned wife. I'm the farmer. No, I'm I'm Neil Morrissey, and I'm pretended for some reason to be a farmer 
where what's his name has gotten held up, and I need to try and okay. pretend to do that even though I can't. Hello. Oi, 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 lass. I'm I'm a a farmer. Your husband's fine. He's he's on his way home now. What are you What are you talking about? Why is a farmer in his on his phone? Why is he given Why has he gone to a farm and given his phone to a farmer? Why What could have ever persuaded him to do that? <laughs> oh well, I'm uh recharging it for him in my farm. That doesn't make any sense at all. Perhaps What's you've your got name? an outdated view of um, farming and farming manners. We're all wired for electricity here, you know. Didn't didn't you know? Right. What's 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 your name? What's your address? I'm going to call an ambulance <laughs> and the police and send them over there right now. What's no, your name? No, 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 no need for that. What's your name? I'm. I'm what's your name? I'm. F- I'm Jerry Farmhand. Okay, the I've got a policeman farmer. right here, and he said that's not a farmer's name. He knows every <laughs> farmer in London. Uh, oh fuck it that'll do that was already <laughs> funnier than anything in Run For Your Wife that was a success that was a oh here comes Dick and Fanny oh shit still got that cake I hope it ends up on somebody's rear soon oh golly well she's carrying it around she's not going to just put it down on the chair for no reason <laughs> yeah that would be ridiculous who are these women <laughs> he's got posters of. Oh, he's about to he... hurt himself for the first oh, no. time. Look at that allotment. <laughs> Shit. Fucking England. Why am I in this film? Why am I in this film? Why has he got naked women on the wall? Is this Neil Morrissey's flat he's passed into? I don't know. Because I thought Everywhere maybe with the, the, the same. pictures of the women, but then it's a pink bedroom and it's very confusing. Was... Confusing? There was... That was a gag that the woman was in a judo outfit for no reason. The one giving okay. the report. Down the road. Stop well place. Now, the police officer getting invo- invested in this is nonsense. you got to give him the ticking clock, eh? Yeah, I guess so. You've got to introduce the drama. <laughs> it's got to fucking come sooner or later. <laughs> Bloody NHS, prison. let's defund it. <laughs> Bloody police got nothing better to do, innit? Christ, how many characters are going to introduce? That's Simon Pegg. Fucking riveting this. <laughs> I'm gonna just. Sorry to just watch this. I'm just curious to see if this actually comes to anything funny. Or like an attempt at humour. Yeah. Let's see. If there were more understandings, if somehow they thought they were on the some page, you could write that. Hmm. Where the audience knows they're not on the same page, but they think they, they are. Mm. It's basic to Ronnie's stuff. Also, I don't think the scene would have been in the play, so this is just filler. Because you can't have a 70-minute movie. Uh, All right, I've been looking at D.S. Troughton because he's very familiar. <laughs> right. 
Have you had? You know, we were life? discussing whether he's been in something. We you know he was in. He was policeman one in the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Wow. Um. I'm just gonna look for a real role because he's in a lot, but as bloke. He's been in a lot of Casualty, Paul. Wow. That'll be it then, because I've watched most of Casualty. <laughs> Number you know one what? Casualty fan. My sister actually has seasons one and two of Casualty on DVD, the existence of which just terrifies me. Again, it's one of those shows that I saw as a kid and just had no concept of seasons, so the idea that that was releasing well, yeah, exactly. seasons is... It's got to be year. Yeah. God, yeah, come 30, on, everyone. It's up to 33 seasons. Fuck off. In in Britain, shows like Casualty, EastEnders, that sort of thing, they're not really TV shows. They're like seasons. <laughs> like yeah. monthly seasons. It's like summer. Oh, Paul, if, if anyone is not watching this, uh, for the few of you who've decided to not dust off your copy of Run For Your Wife, <laughs> then I just stepped on a rake. Uh, oh, oh, she's well, someone. These oh. people from Last of the Summer Wine or some shit. Crankies or Goonies Oh, the first bloody funny. Wankies. First of three. Spot them all, kids. Uh. Uh. You can't You can't bring in Dame Judy Dench, bless her, to sit <laughs> on a bench and say, bloody hell, that's funny. <laughs> That doesn't make a thing funny. No, but you know what? It just so speaks towards what they anticipated the audience would be feeling. Oh, that's so funny, defund the NHS. <laughs> it's so funny, he got knocked into an edge. He likes being his own boss. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Two more cameos, both. That's Judy Dench and Bloke from Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> Judy Dench and Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> Oh, that was bloody funny. Okay, so <clears throat> to paint the picture with words, he jumped out of a window. He, the, the blankets tied to his bum are still tied to his bum. Yeah. And uh, he just oh, got it caught on an allotment from Last of the Summer Wine. And yeah. then he said, that was bloody funny, number two. And then Judy Dench, who's young at this point, looks over at Last yeah. of the Summer Wine like he's fucking insane for laughing at this. And I felt such a sympathy for Judy Dench in that moment. So vindicated by young Judy Dench. Oh, he's gotten into the cab of Last of the Summer Wine, so... Yeah. Look at that! The fucking license plate was L002 Cab. Now, is that just shit filmmaking, or is that genuinely a thing where all taxis have a license plate that says Cab? I can't believe I just asked that out loud. I refuse to <laughs> refuse to know, know or answer that. There's no way that's true! That's nonsense! Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. here comes our third bloody funny. Thanks, Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> Love that. Love that fucking physical acting. Oh, there's, there's, I can't there's visualize. Ken, the Ken Dodd school of physical acting, which is um, <laughs> only use your arms from your elbows down. <laughs> and your oh, eyes. Man. Oh, look, he went up a bit when he went around Temple. No, wait. Do you know how much that's going to cost? Look at the sheer imaginative details as he drove into Finsbury. Well, we all know where Trafalgar Square is. What do we know about Finsbury? Uh... Well, I don't actually live in London. I live in the North, where all awful British things come from. <laughs> now, you know what? I bet this is actually properly Cockney. 
Although I think Finsbury, in the original yeah, play, both I think both wives were in North London in the original play. Yeah, we we discussed this in the original because it we makes did. no sense. They, yeah, he would do this on opposite ends. Yeah, although surely it's it's I I don't know which is more sensible now because if you had if you had You've two birds both both in North London. Yeah, but you know London. They could live next door to each other. They never fucking meet. It's true, and you'd save on commuting. <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about the other one, the other missus waking up and seeing your taxi not there at the the allotted half hour window. <laughs> exactly. All right. So. Right, he's gone to the fucking hospital. No, is this the community police station? Last of the summer wines, eating a sandwich and reading Viz or something. <laughs> Right, he's trying to clear up the misunderstanding. That's it. He's driven to the police station in North London. You know what? I was thinking of farces. We're dancing around faulty towers here. Mm. Especially with the whole head injury thing, which is very reminiscent of the German episode. True. That's very well-crafted farce. Yeah. Good in every genre, eh? It's it's one lie getting, you know... Oh my god, they just addressed the vibrator line a second time! Just in, ca- in case you forgot. In case you forgot and or missed it, the police this officer just said, good. she also seemed to be very misunderstood about the use of a vibrator. See, Which that is... one was L009, that, that car number plate. Right. Is it just that they're not allowed to use real number plates in this one because the DVLA <laughs> just refused? Or because someone would look up those fucking license plates and go and kill whoever the fuck wanted. (laughs) Yeah, the the Daily Mail's um, hate campaign has (laughs) progressed even more irresponsibly. Miss Nami Itaku. Now, Paul, I want to do. Does he know he's living next door to an Asian lady? Because that would be ripe for plunder (laughs) in this film. Now, I want to do Christopher Last of the Summer Wine. We're doing another role play because I'm disappointed with my performance in the last. So, um, <laughs> I thought it was a in- perfect example of anti-comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do it in th- with that mindset. Um, <laughs> in this case, you will be Christopher Biggins. <laughs> last. Be- what even is this fucking scene? Who is this guy? Who's this chump? He's the next door neighbor, and um, he's he's just here because. They get to make a lot of gay jokes now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Titty Witty's just got said. Yeah, Titty Witty's was said, and I thought, oh, that's not too bad. And then he did his face. He did his Christopher he did his, Biggins he face. He did his face that he's got. All right, not Christopher Biggins. That's going to be too broad for either of us. Instead, it's the earlier scene where fucking what's-her-name goes to um, report her husband is missing to the police station. And I'll be okay. the police officer. And I am going to turn down the volume a bit. Okay. Which I feel like will be a mercy on us both. Uh, okay. Just before we do that, Danny Dyer is just speaking to Christopher Biggins now to figure out how deep in this shit he is. <clears throat> <Okay>. <laughs> Love it. Um, last of the summer wines in the cab in the background. <laughs> last of the summer cab. Thinking over his choices. Yeah. All right. Ding, 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 Opening the police door. Hello? Come in. Hello? Oh, hello, love. Is anyone... Oh. Is there anyone? Okay. <laughs> is well, anyone less broad my, available? <laughs> my husband is dead and... He's dead, is I he? Sp- yes. 
dead oh. by the hands of a farmer known as Farmer Wilson, he said. Farmer Wilson, and... fell up to his old tricks again? Yeah. Or product and, um, placement for oh. Spotify, sorry, just briefly. Do you not, they're not that. allowed to use the Spotify logo, so they had to put a zero <laughs> instead of the O. Maybe that's what Spotify used to look like. Oh, God. <laughs> and, Farmer anyway. Jerry's killed your husband, killed and eaten your husband. Yeah, they say cut him into a thousand pieces and fed him to the cows because he, he was too sexy. What do you have to say to that, Mr. Policeman? How's that for a prompt? <laughs> yes, and that, you cunt. <laughs> uh, easily distracted. I just, just yeah, sorry. Looking, at, looking at her 90 steps midriff. Yeah, it's quite a midriff, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. It's very hard to keep anything else around. And it's just such a... It so speaks towards the audience of just, well, we can't cast this usually in our usual theatre people. God, I miss Greasy Spoon cafes. <laughs> I'd love that. I'd love to go have a cheese sandwich of crisps on the side. I For think anyone who there, was a, there was a trend there where, hmm. not upmarket, but like gastro pubs and, and things would do a sandwich yeah. or a toasty with crisps on the side. And they'd be like yeah. Piper's crisps or something. Oh, Kettle beautiful. chips. Yeah. Piper's Brannigans were the best. You ever had Brannigans, Paul? <laughs> no. Brannigans were a proper Piper's. British kind of crisp. They were about seven oh. inches thick, and you know, there was flavours like ham and mustard. <laughs> They're amazing. Uh, the quintessential British crisp. Crisp. <laughs> the quintessential. The quintessential Quinton crisp will always be to me. Um, Golden Wonder. That's always sort of in the forefront of my mind. Because it's shit. British crisp is because it's sh- it's not shit. The cr- cheese and onion were good. Oh, that's cheese and onion crisp of- always good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is memory of a 30-year-old crisp now. So, But a Brannigan's ham and mustard as a 12-year-old boy, Paul. The, the doors that opens. <laughs> for oh. you politically. Dad can have another pack. Seven's your limit for one night, son. <laughs> I'm, I'm Policeman Ballbags, and I'm concerned <laughs> about Hello the there. wives you have. I'm Captain Mustache. <laughs> Can I ensue some sort of hilarious misunderstanding? <laughs> oh, so the cake's on the chair! Son. Oh, what? So we dropped Deathly Silent because Neil Morrissey came on screen and we were transfixed. <laughs> the policeman's off now. He's, I just have he's to gonna know. He's going to go and check on her wife. God, I do wish I had watched this now in advance. Um, I was going to, but then decided it would be awful, so I didn't. Um, but I wish yeah. I had, simply because it would probably be better if at least one of us knew what the fucking nonsense was actually going on. Look, I think there'll be time for a professional commentary. <laughs> Look, there will you know, be time. Where, where people where people will watch it and go, yeah, I'll gladly watch this again because it was erudite. For this one. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Hmm. The policeman did do a good wink And I remember now that that was one of my good things (laughs) I like how underwhelming The fucking sign behind them was It was like prices for tea, coffee Ribena, packet of crisps Or cake Neil Morrissey just sat on the cake He did, it was Amazing Oh yeah, the accessory line Not as funny as I remember it being this is unfortunate. We're doing minus good things here. We should be coming up with yeah. a whole second wave. 
Oh, now he's got shit on his butt. Oh, wait, is that cake? Is that going to be a mistake of a shit on his butt later? No. <laughs> no, only no. you will think that. See the, the, the <laughs> see what happens when you leave the audience to make their own jokes. <laughs> they do it wrong. That's why you've got to you've got to kill them every <laughs> yeah. fucking second. No, I wouldn't make that joke at all. What's wrong with you? Says Ray Cooney. <sighs> no, You're the reason that. I'm going to push for defunding the NHS. <laughs> we just said shit. Who was this for? <laughs> okay, all the okay. yoga people are fainting. Is this? Because they're old. That made me laugh just then. <laughs> it was a good cut too. I must have I must have missed it last time in my rage. <laughs> they were storming around the living room, kicking shit out of cat. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't have a cat at that point. <laughs> what was that time you were kicking the shit out of? <laughs> my self worth. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those trendy young people in the kitchen. I wonder what they're talking about. Oh, he's not young. He just has a young no, back not, of the head. He's not young, he's just skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I can never discern the difference. <laughs> Alright, Columbo. <laughs> You're fucking right, Columbo. Coming back here with your hunches. What is that face from this lady? What is other lady in this? What is her? <laughs> um, you mean what's her job? Um, what's the actress? What's the actress's identity? She may have changed um, her name since. Uh, steps Sarah Harding. from Steps. Yeah. Oh Sarah yeah. Okay. Harding from Steps. She. Okay, so da- Danny Dyer has just dodged a bullet from Captain Mustache. Um, kind of. <laughs> yeah. For now, briefly. But he's in trouble Morrissey, because he's Jamie got to get Bell back in his flat. Yeah, and Jamie Bell is on his way over. How has he gotten back yes. in the flat? Sorry, I looked away to find out who Sarah Harding was. No, is this? This is Denise Van Outen's flat. Is that right? Wow, twenty seventeen. This his... was announced as the winner of Big Brother twenty. So it's all come up Harding. The last few years. This is Denise Van Houten's flat, oh. which means he was in his own flat when he sat on the cake. Yeah. All, all I can think Denise. of now is just, he, I don't want him to bum that cake around this nice pastel flat. Oh, too oh late. he's done it. But that's the comedy, Paul. Oh. Does he not I mean, you know don't he want sat something on a to cake? Happen. Oh, right. That's what they're going with. Oh, no. So Neil Morrissey is presumably at this stage going to react to the fact that he thinks he might have shat himself. Violently. <laughs> it just looks like typical. What is it? That's disgusting. Yeah. Interesting zooming on each sniff of the shit. <laughs> Have you never you've never shat yourself and then gone to check it out and had it all over your hand and thought, hmm, I'm curious. <laughs> that smells great. He's going to wank now how, um, <laughs> as to how fucking delicious his shit was. It's another Sorry, mealy you, you, morning. You just know when you've got to do it. <laughs> it's another Morrissey morning. <laughs> as he's led away in handcuffs. <laughs> he wanks over his own shit. <laughs> Somebody stop that awful man. <laughs> hey, Paul, did I ever show you the wanky shit demon? <laughs> no, I don't think you did. 
That was... That he says, take unzipping his trousers. <laughs> was that Rather Good? Oh god, it does sound like Rather Good. Did Rather Good do claymation for a while? I don't think so. I only remember the blowed stuff. Yeah. Might have been late on. Look at Neil Morrissey's skinny ass. Look at his skinny British ass. Look at his bony British butt. Some sometimes in a, you watch a film and you go, God, that's a British body, isn't it? <laughs> Extraordinarily skinny legs. Very tall, lank. <laughs> but still a bit of a paunch. Bit of a paunch. Skinny but not fit. <laughs> detective Captain Mustache. <laughs> Please, my father was Detective Captain Mustache. <laughs> Call me Musty. Or Admiral Quiff. <laughs> oh, he... Okay, so right, this police officer from the South now thinks... From the South! Now thinks that... No, he is in the South! Denise Van Houten's in the South, Stockwell, with Neil Morrissey. Yes, Denise steps, Van Southen. Steps from Steps is in um, the North, in Finchley. Finsbury. Yeah. Okay, this is all making sense now. So, policeman from the North has come here in order to find out... You know what, that does track, because Captain Mustaches is exactly the kind of police officer you expect to find in the North, whilst... Jamie Bell, the fucking nutter, is exactly the kind of copper <laughs> that is born in the darkness of South London. <laughs> the psychopathic knifeman. <laughs> yeah. Officer, my cat's in that tree. I'll oh, fucking get him down. Don't you worry about that, love. I'm going to get my fucking gentleman on it. <laughs> I'm going to wink at it till it till it dies. <laughs> um, the the tree. Back to life with my ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking sort that tree out for doing that to your cat. Officer, you're not making so, any sense. <laughs> Don't have to, mate. I'm from Stockwell. <laughs> defund the Stockwell. NHS. <laughs> Probably a la- Labour strong seat, but defund the NHS. Because <laughs> fuck it. Fucking treat oh, I'll treat my own wounds. <laughs> <laughs> treat it with spite. <laughs> I'll fucking spite it out, love. <laughs> you know what? Leave the cat. <laughs> Oh, that's right. He's going out to convince him that she's a sex fiend. Oh, yeah. Tia, pl- problem with the bloody Ooh. bloody women in this film, I tell you. Asking questions. <laughs> Fucking nosy women. Just worried about their own men. Um, that sweet, was a reasonable. Man. That was a reasonable bit of misunderstanding. He, to the extent that it's actually tricky to explain. When she said, is my John all right... <laughs> Mustaches thought she was referring to Neil Morrissey, and Neil Morrissey confirmed mm. it. That was a good bit of farcing. Yeah. And I like the urgency, and like how scared the policeman is as Denise Van Houten comes to chase him. <laughs> That's um, quite a good shot. That was a good very shot of mustaches yeah. solemnly and sternly driving whilst Neil Morrissey desperately fumbles with a pair of trousers in the back, and the camera yeah. shakes wildly with the action. <laughs> yeah, that was actually good. The camera adapted... The directing style adapted to show the urgency <laughs> of the situation. I love this. Anyway, we're back to static shot of Christopher Biggins. Who just came in and said, gay. giddy bitch. <laughs> wow. He's setting up the fact that there's going to be water later on in a scene involving Great. Lionel Blair. Doesn't he look... Oh, God, can't wait. Doesn't he look like he's in an <laughs> advert right now, Christopher Biggins? I guess that's what he was used to. 
at this and stage. And that's why I buy Direct Line. So, oh, I know, he's smile. in the bloody paper. His fucking smile throughout this is sociopathic. Danny Dyer's. Yeah. Or mine. You just, just that. You see my little video in the corner. <laughs> just look at him. What is... What is he like? What is he doing, everyone? What was that shot of one woman looking... Sh- oh, my God, it's so hard to deconstruct the awkwardness look, of what's happening. It's just... They got Judy Dench in this film, and they need to show her in a reaction <laughs> they shot got Ju- somehow. They got all of the Judy Denches in this. Judy Dench, the dog, and it just makes just makes you realize that digesting the good, news. Digest. Oh, that's very funny because everyone Fuck says you, that Judy always. Dench. <laughs> and he's not digesting the news. That doesn't come for for, for about an hour. He's got to sit in his stomach. Is that Britney Spears? It looks like Britney Spears. Yeah, it's definitely oh, or Judy Dench. Yeah, Britney Dench. Yeah, he um, just slapped his ass on the way in. <laughs> I hope so. It just made just looking at all the cameos. It does make you think that for every Monty Python, Forty Towers, or um, you know, Peep Show, whatever, that there is some big old pile of shit. <laughs> that's just either either yeah. drama around you left the cheese out Keith, or comedy around you left the cheese out Gary. And yeah. It's, <sighs> Oh, I love this fucking music. That's right. This is the montage of him trying to get rid of all the newspapers. Oh, and it's sped up footage. Like, Betty Hill. Is that Jenny Eclair? It's Benny Hill. Judy Dench. <laughs> so, whilst this plays out, because it is going to play out for about 17 minutes, um, coded yeah. to the wanky shit demon story, I've now linked Paul Salt to this. It, it is actually rather good. Um, <laughs> oh, great. And, and it's rather good. Oh, that's... um. Now, who's that? Is Manuel, that fucking probably. Jesus? Was that Ch- Richard Branson? Let's <laughs> uh. just ruin that guy's day. City man. Okay, I quite like the way the guy resolutely gets back to reading his scrap of paper that was left yeah. to him after Danny Dyer snatched the rest of it out of his hand. Yeah, we're not going to go and confront him or anyone. <laughs> now, why does Neil Morrissey have Judy the Dench? <laughs> Oh, sorry, Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm um, I'm gonna go for a loo, everyone, and we agreed that we're not gonna stop this. Um, <laughs> no, so, I'm gonna fucking fill this with amazing yeah, no, content. I can't, I can't wait to listen back to this at the same time as the <laughs> listeners and realize that you called me a twat. So it's gonna be a whole new surprise for everyone. All right, I'm gonna go and do a wee wee. That was a run for your wife callback. <laughs> oh, what a so if you sit on a legend. cake. We'll come back and wank each other off. Jesus Christ. And Goodman leaves us and I mute the fucking film because Jesus Christ, do I need it. Oh my and God. we have... Oh, he's still here. And we have... Get out of here, you fucking knob. We've got fucking oh, Christopher Big... Charlie Bingham um, shoveling blood into a bucket whilst Lionel Blair desperately panics in the background. It's an awe-inspiring vision of hell is the only way to describe it, really. Um... What a fucking nightmare this is. A Kubrickian nightmare of epic proportion. And Danny Dyer has come in and hasn't noticed that fucking policeman has snuck his way in and sat himself down like a serial killer because he's absolutely sure. He is convinced that he is onto the fucking Al Capone of Stockwell. He has no idea 
that he's actually just onto Danny Dyer, who is the Al Capone of nothing. I mean, what bust are you hoping to make here? It's just such a weird way to amplify the stakes. Such a nonsense. Hello. Hello there. Oh, now I have to unmute the film. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's a good time to do it. <laughs> Fuck, he's oh. mean. Oh, yeah. You're he's just broken into this guy's fucking jump. house, incidentally. He's got jurisdiction. <laughs> do you Just know what that means? Diction. Nah. <laughs> Don't need to, mate. It works. There's no. You know what? I was just thinking. Okay, I've got. I've got another role play for us. Okay, good. I'm looking forward to this. You're Christopher Biggins at last, and you've got a newspaper. I need to get out of your hands. Um, okay. Before my fucking wife, um, Sarah Harding. Caesar, winner of Big Brother 2017. The 20th Big Brother. <laughs> Alright. Oh, I'm so hot fanning myself with this newspaper. Fanning myself more like? You know, I might be better suited towards Christopher Piggins. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'll play Danny Dyer. Give me that, you slag. You've got to. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, naturally, uh, we do naturally lean towards that, don't we? <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I, I, need, I need this paper that I've snatched off you now. Oh, You've, you've got it. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I was going to do the crossword in that, darling. Titty witties. Oh, no, you can't. No, you can't do the crossword. Uh, it's been recalled, this newspaper. A recalled crossword? Did he just say recalled crossword? Oh, fuck, I'm just falling into the run for your wife. It's impossible. <laughs> it's see impossible how, see to got. Role play this. No, they've recalled it because it was printed in pig fats. By mistake, pig got into the works, gummed up. Nasty surprise happens sometimes. Got to get out of you here must, before you it must offends be somebody's religious sensibilities. You know what I mean? No, I'm very careful about that sort of thing. ACDC. Oh, I think that's a gay insinuation. Oh, okay. Oh, here's Christopher Biggins doing it. How Christopher Biggins is meant to be done. <laughs> the Im- inimitable. Inimitable. Yeah. The anemone. Christopher Biggins. <laughs> he just used the word chuck with vitality and precision. He is a explosive blamange of a man. Ah, Lionel Blair. I like him. I like what he's doing right now. I like how suffering that was a good... he is. Oh. oh, no. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> Well, I've got tinnitus now. I dare you insinuate that we're bum chums. Oh, a shot of a London fox there. <laughs> Having a ravage. He had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to buy some mice? <laughs> got more back here. Alright, Denise Van Outen's getting in on the game now. In a horrible yellow room. Yeah. God, I hate that oh. room. Why the blood-coloured faucet? It's so... This room's also yellow. Mmm, theme. Ah, thematically, yellow. it's very interesting. It it's represents the of Danny Dyer. <laughs> it represents the piss at the heart of um, all life. <laughs> all British life. For truly, it's not life one long journey uh, into piss. See, they, they cut back to that policeman because if, it, if it's not funny the first time, 
It will be the same exact every hard cut. Subsequent time might be better next time. You got to get you'll get them eventually. Anti comedy. No, I was just gonna say, is it funny? God, that's unpleasant. Jesus <laughs> Christ, the fucking imagery of him throwing blood-colored liquid into a toilet. Oh, why didn't it's... he just spend the time just to tip it in tidily? It's rather like than on the books grave. that were next to the toilet. <laughs> Who keeps books next to the toilet? <laughs> that's that's what Ray Cooney thinks of books. <laughs> I heard my husband answer the phone and then it and then when I asked for my husband, it went dead. <laughs> that made no sense. It must have been that farmer. Does Danny Dyer have some sort of henna tattoo on the side of his hand? Who? Danny Dyer. He's got some sort... It looks like Sanskrit on the side of his hand. You got it done specially for this. Danny, could you cover that up? Nah. (laughs) I'm a change man. It says tits. (laughs) It says tits in Sanskrit. It says Akuna Matata in Swahili. (laughs) They told me me there was no... They told me there was no direct uh, translation of that. I fucking showed them. Oh, that's unpleasant. Oh man, Jesus Christ, that was good impact <laughs> of um, Lionel Blair's ass through that fucking ceiling. Is he also wearing a yeah. g-string? Is that part of the gag? Because gay. Oh, I'd... yeah, I guess so. Because only gay men are perverts. I like the. They are all perverts, but it's not only gay men. I like the swipe cut to the scene, to the same scene. Yeah. yeah. God, what is Danny Dyer's performance here? Just his slightly nervous look? (laughs) Okay, that made me laugh. Cyril's ass is stuck in your ceiling and then goes to leave. As if that was all the information that was required. (laughs) From Christopher Biggins, it is. (laughs) Again! Neil Morrissey's nervous smile was better than Danny Dyer's. Yeah. More practice. <laughs> that made me laugh too. <laughs> she reads out a really long number. Is that 00476049? And he looks casually at the phone and says, yes. Yeah. Because well, the number's there. Yeah, the, the number's phone. just there. And he, he memorized it in that time and then checked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those gays. Oh. <laughs> for anyone listening to this and not watching along, I just said, oh, those gays for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, trust us. We're watching a loathsome film. Yeah. Any inexplicable thing we say is as a if, result if, of that. If, if, we say, if, if we say something, you think, oh, that's problematic. It's, I, it's, it's you're wrong. <laughs> We're directly quoting run for your wife. Yeah. <laughs> So, we should sum up what's happening for the viewers at home. For the view- for the non-viewers at home. <laughs> I'm um, so tired. So tired. So, the police... The police officer now is under the apprehension... The conception that Danny Dyer and Neil Morrissey are having a gay relationship. Yeah. The police officer was kind of helping them out, but has just dropped a minute by revealing to Denise Van Atten that... 
he's gay. And now she's going to get furious about yeah, it's all It's all well and good, help a brother in the trenches, right? Look but at that hand. If he's gay, then he can't <laughs> be a brother, because he obviously wants to fuck me. So... Look, kind of tolerant bloke, you know, as far as it goes. As far as it goes, and it turns out that is as far as it goes. Yeah. I would help a straight bloke out of anything. Killed his wife, <laughs> it's fine, whatever. <laughs> Killed two wives, I'd do it. But a gay guy just wants to... You know, bamboozle his just, wife. Just wants to engage in some 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 majestic bumming with his Neil Morrissey. <laughs> I just won't, mate. That that bumming was majestic. I've got to tell you, that was like a king would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what was that? Yeah, okay, so, so that was a, ha- said, hands yeah, on his hips were, is, is a gay affectation. Yeah, so it seems. I can't help but notice that number starts 020. I wonder if it's at least partially an actual London phone number. I mean, 0207, yeah, it's a South London dialing Fuck. code. Yeah, so, but it um, looks like the too many numbers, but hey, just stop uh, dialing 0207, Yeah, that's right. So if you like our first ever commentary, then um, you should let us know and we'll uh, endeavour to do one better next time. <laughs> we'll do one on a film we remember. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Line oh, did he say homo crash. sapien instead of sexual? No, he said, uh, homosexual, I have a hard enough time convincing I'm homo sapien. And oh, okay. everyone, everyone in the audience That's... was laughing, which is probably why That's you didn't as... hear it. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, here comes Colonel Mustache. <laughs> Why are you back? Oh. The, the frantic energy in this is distressing. <laughs> it's sleep-inducing. <laughs> yeah. 2012, would they not have smartphones that's a question I had a really shit smartphone around that time I got the first decent smartphone in like 2016 I got I I got an iPhone in 2010 and I remember being late to the game compared to most of my friends (laughs) oh that right I thought you meant because of the iPhone I was late to every game (laughs) with me mates me football mates (laughs) me and me football mates Too busy, Paul's, too busy playing words with friends. Game. Paul's late for the game again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> iPhone trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know it. Yeah. I remember 2012, Paul. <laughs> I had a Nokia N7 for the longest time. Oh, you know what? No, I think 2012 was around the time. Tune in for more thrilling phone talk. <laughs> oh, Paul, how did you get there from London? I must have taken the A1. <laughs> Pull that ice. All right, Batty's Danny Dive filling out forms. Let's talk about <laughs> this instead. <laughs> Paul, a man just got um, last of the summer wine. Just got an iced bun delivered to him, and I've got to say that's choice by Judy Dench. By Judy Dench, and I think like isn't have you encountered? You've done more travelling than I have. When you're in India, mm. have you encountered um, iced buns anywhere other than the UK? Is this a delicacy um, elsewhere? Or is it very much... Ice buns in Australia, yes. 
Ah, okay. <laughs> um, in, uh, India, if not that, then some other shit dessert that people like. Yeah. <laughs> people are idiots everywhere. <laughs> but, but specifically hey. a nice bun. I don't think they've they've hit on that. That, that majesty yet. <laughs> the cake equivalent of being bummed by Neil Morrissey. <laughs> oh, at least, mate. Okay, so Mustaches now thinks that the two blokes named the same thing have now met each other, but are not in a homosexual affair, crucially. Yeah. I think, but he'd just be confused by it, and he'd actually leave the scene faster if he realised they were gay. <laughs> this may have been the most genius plan they ever came up with. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that midriff, though. Fucking hell. You great cheese you know, on it. In Australia, you actually have to wear your helmet when you're cycling. It's not. It's not... <laughs> Oh, I look cool. I think I'll risk it. Well, it's, isn't that it's the, the law? So, isn't that, is it not here as well? Sure I thought it, I thought it wasn't, but it should. Have I never actually steps is um. Wow. Okay, the person we're calling steps from steps is actually called Stephanie in this. That's um. That's weird. Clearly, it was on someone else's mind as well. <laughs> Her whole role is to smile all the way through this. Does she get a moment later on where she's pissed off and actually starts brawling with people? I seem to remember being really disappointed. Yeah. With with the resolution of this. Well, I mean, mean, he he still ends up with two wives, doesn't he? He gets them both pregnant, if I remember correctly. Brilliant. (laughs) Now she doesn't know who he is, so he could be anyone. Yeah. Oh, has she got a northern accent? Oh, I hope so. It's exotic, isn't it, for one for your wife? I'm going to turn up for the books. He's still got traces of the chocolate shit smear on his... um... (laughs) When she said, I'll pop this in the shed and then I'll be be back, did you mean Danny's eye? Paul, did you see those three Come with me, Daniel. (laughs) Come with me. I'm putting you in the fucking shed, you twat. Did you see those three young lads? Um, Sorry, I'm just distracted by the names on the left to see if there's anything amusing hidden away in there. But it looks like, no... It's all John Smith. Mr. Ted A. Gaylord. Jones. Oh, we're about to draw attention to that board. Lewin. Oh, this oh, is going to cause a right laugh. He's breaking laws. Oh my God, said Neil Morrissey. Paul, did you see those three right lads driving, uh, driving past, cycling past on their bikes? Jumpers I, I wrapped around their stomachs. Were they played by Bernard Cribbins? They were all played by Bernard Cribbins. They were little boys. And do you know what? The kind of boys who these days, these days in England, oh, yeah. would threateningly do a wheelie right next to you and slam their front wheel back down on the pavement just as they got past you in a vaguely intimidating way. Oh, those lads. Lo- those lads. Those absolute scallywags <laughs> who'd spit in your hair and say, what are you going to do about it? My brother's mental. Oh, look at London. I haven't been there in months. <laughs> Look at those people. Oh, wow. Sped up footage. Oh, this is where we're going to get the busload of um, Last of the Summer Wine cast oh, members of Judy Dench. I forgot about this. Yeah. If the last 70 minutes wasn't enough for you, it's a busload of them. We told him we were going to Skegness. <laughs> we fucking bamboozled. I think. Oh. Wow, hard cut on the music there. 
that's the end, the of, end that. of that. <laughs> Any second longer, and uh, we have to pay royalties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at all the last of the summer wine. Let's see if we recognise a single human being out of this lot. See, this is... I famously remembered 1% of these cameos uh, from the film. I mean, it's okay. just... It's, it's cast members from Heidi High. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's the bloke from um, those pornographic, softcore, fucking um, comedy shows of the 80s, right? Um, Confessions of a Sex Fiend. Oh. Style things. Do you know what? This is a dynamic I, um... scene, isn't it? <laughs> It's not Jim... No, it's not Jim... No, it is definitely him. It's definitely the confessions of a carrot smuggler. <laughs> All right. Nope. It's Last nope. of the Summer Wine. Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> Judy, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Last of the Summer Wine. I think she's there goes Judy Dench. Soap. It's that guy. That was John Le Carre, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Le Carre? <laughs> I think it's John Le Carre. <laughs> <laughs> Misanthrope. <laughs> That's from Dad's Army. Ugh. That's Judy Dench from Dad's Army. <laughs> oh, imagine being gay, says the bus full of celebrities. <laughs> says Britain. That is Britain. Those people <laughs> voted for Boris. Our, our Boris. <laughs> Brave now, they Boris. They all look familiar, but they all just bring the same amount of ire up in my gullet <laughs> just fill my soul with bile because I think oh what depressing bullshit are they from <laughs> what thing that only unemployed people get to watch are they from God member of the majesty's vital statistics not vital statistics is it no it was it was vital statistics I've no oh that was another means. joke <laughs> oh that's great Good comedy pause from Neil Morrissey there. <laughs> of, yeah, that was quite good. I think I've crashed, man. I'm at the point where I'm just watching the fucking film. <laughs> it's tiring that, stuff. I'm that desperate now. I'm at the point now of just sheer lack of imagination where I'm actually just watching Run For Your Wife. Well, doesn't that actual... all of us. No, I was getting invested. I think this is great. Well, you see, you, you led into it with, Paul, let's try and figure out who these cameos are. And then we started paying attention to the film. And you see the, the vital error there. <laughs> oh, look at this bathroom. Jesus Christ. Britain. Oh, God, oh. I'd hate for anyone to watch this and think this is what Britain is like. We do not paint our walls these colours. It looks like the set to Chums. Remember Chums? <laughs> no, I don't even remember Chums. It's that. It was uh, um, Ant and Deck piss take of wow what music did she just put on oh wow just to, to go back to that i do remember chums now <laughs> you just had you just had to mention anton deck and i remembered that they were a thing and cat dealey i think was um the woman one cat yeah good old cat i remember Dealy. being a teenager and cat dealey appearing in fhm and that just that just just turning the world on his head Paul, I'm just going to open up Windows tab for later. Because um, <laughs> there's a chance I missed that fucking beeper message or whatever it was that went around in the uh, late 90s. <laughs> okay, that bloke was pretty good. He's pretty realistic, actually. <laughs> All right, Paul, we're going to do another role play. Um, All right. You're going to be... Can I be him? 
<laughs> yeah, you're going to be a British man, and <laughs> I'm going to be someone collecting for charity. All right. I've just I, I, in... I was, we'll start with me potting around in my kitchen then when I'm, until I get, hear the doorbell. Okay. Defund the NHS. Defund the <laughs> NHS. Oh, pull it apart. Bloody NHS. Waiting wait in lines. Cues. Ding, ding dong. Ah, oh, Boris, 2012. Ding dong. Defund the NHS. Defund the <laughs> NHS. Ding dong. Oh, ding dong. And in, in here, I was too, too, I didn't hear the door, but I was too busy. <laughs> Defunding the NHS. Yes, hello. Hello there. I'm, I'm collecting funds for the NHS. Oh, bloody lovely. Your boobs, that is. Defund the NHS. Why, <laughs> why should I give money to the NHS when the queues are this long anyway? And, you know, I, I had to wait for 20 minutes to, to have my toe looked at. What was wrong with your toe? No, nothing. I was oh, worried you. it was homosexual. Well, I trust I can still count on your vote because I'm the Tory leadership and I like to collect funds for things that well, I plan to massively descale. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Do you do you like having a beer like a normal bloke like me? Beer? Oh yes, yes. I've I've heard I read about that in one of my uh, briefing reports. Yes, beer. Delightful band. Fantastic. Well, I can tell you're exactly the kind of man who's looking out for my interests. You've got my vote. Where do I sign? <laughs> You're just ogling my tits earlier. You're the kind of bloke I really couldn't get behind. <laughs> <laughs> you leave my tits alone, sir. <laughs> that was successful. Yeah, that was the best one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't know. I think they all brought their own special <laughs> thing ca- to, the, to the game. Yeah. I think all those characters really came to life. It's actually really yeah. hard to improv when um, you've got Run For Your Wife playing. <laughs> <laughs> Things you learn, eh? It's really good. Anyway, <laughs> Danny Dyer's just had his trousers pulled down. And, um, and Neil Morrissey's got his head between his legs. Yeah. Do you know what? I got some food delivered earlier. And the delivery told me that it was going to come on a bloke on a bike. As a matter of fact, yeah. it came from a bloke in a car who had a passenger... Wearing shorts, and my food was between their legs in the passenger seat. Well, <laughs> I mean, was it in a bag, <laughs> or, or, or was it just a whole chicken? Gotta keep sweating it sweating into the chair. Do you Rub want it? it with your thighs? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they've now found um, oh, it's the Gary Gardner moment. and Barry Bardner in mid-coitus, supposedly. And they would rather pretend that they're gay oh, than God, confess to both of both of his wives that they're both his wives. Van's, Van Houten's face is just everything Outen. that's wrong with Britain. Alton. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Denise Van Dyer. <laughs> Denise, Denise Van, Van Dyer. Dyke Van Dyer. That was a fairly Ooh. saucy pitch as a Cat Dealey. Thomas Cromwell. <laughs> if you got if you got Cat Dealey open on one tab and then the <laughs> Run for your wife. open on the other. <laughs> it's this movie has brought out the best in both of us. <laughs> Which of these characters would you say is most reminiscent of Brunwell? <laughs> I like the commentary on thirteenth century French peasantry that's coming through the uh uh, Neil Morrissey's left eyebrow. <laughs> 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 no, 
That was good. I remember liking that. It's like, yes, you're yeah. telling the truth now. Oh, yeah, we're going to transgenderism um, now. Yeah, brilliant. 2012 seems so... I'm sure it, if this com- When this came out in 2012, I'm sure there would have been a good... We'd have still thought this was dated. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I cannot fucking believe this is 2012. I watched The Dark Knight Rises this week, and I'm sure I compared it to The Dark Knight Rises last time we watched it as well. <laughs> It's just the it's because you watch the Dark Knight Rises every week. It's because I watch the Dark Knight Rises on a weekly basis. It's just the fucking idea that this came out in the twenty tens, or even the twenty first century. But then we also surmise that maybe it was made in the early noughties, and yeah, and, and the, it... the director <laughs> held on to it just to for as long as he could. Yeah, <laughs> he tried. It was north he was by waiting northwest. for all the cameos to die. <laughs> waiting for the, the cast of the summer wine to die before he released it and shamed them all. Killed the last five himself. <laughs> oh god. So is he now suggesting if she's trying to tran- if uh, uh, if she's if Harding is transgender, what is yeah. Dyer asserting his relationship to her is? Yeah, what's his mistake? Ah. Uh. And now the neighbour is examining her breasts. Yeah. Yeah, she just keeps examining her... Oh, God, I'm Python reference. (laughs) Ugh. Sorry, everyone. We're, this is the moment of catharsis. This is actually the accumulation of the fucking film. I think we're actually near the end. Oh, sweet merciful release. Yeah, sorry, I was really getting into it. I'm just so desperate to see how this pans out. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so now they're lying that the other one's a transvestite. Fantastic. This is all mm. very, very good. Yeah. Uh, at, at, at least... Eye for an eye. That's a that's a very progressive uh, lawmaking poly- um, attitude. It's just the idea that you could get laughs by introducing the concept of transgenderism or homosexuality. It's just yes. It's, oh, it's so it's oh, it's a bit much. It's not normal, is it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Do it. it. Ain't normal. <laughs> I like it in the comedies. We hate what's normal. Just so long as I can laugh. Get so funny is the problem. It's alright. It's alright because they're not actually. If they were, I wouldn't fucking stand aside of it. Be like that crying game, bollocks. (laughs) Fade to black and you you hope it's the end of the film, but it's not. Oh, fucking hell. There's a police debriefing. I like this bloke. I feel like we haven't been positive enough, so I'm just going to comment on this bloke's face. <laughs> I like it. I like it going on. Now, this is the sort of... what I would love to see this report of yours. Yeah, Denise said he was gay, and then that's when I lost all support for him. <laughs> I lost all interest in bringing him down as a criminal mastermind. 
guys, I'm sorry if this plot rundown has been absolutely shocking, but I have no fucking idea still what happens in this god-awful film. And I'm I do, unmoved to I care. do, yeah. I, I defend us consistently on this. It's the film's fault. <laughs> Any other good film, you'd be able to talk all the way through and still be able to follow it. To be fair, that's actually true. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing visual about this. There's no visual storytelling. The whole thing is delivered via relentless dialogue. Like a play. Yeah. Like a play. And you wouldn't do a commentary for a play. Because people <laughs> would be going, hey, shut up. <laughs> porno stuff. He's just lumped in porno stuff with illegal immigrants. And various other crimes, as far as he's concerned. What have you found in Stockwell, mate? <laughs> I found my heart in Stockwell. <laughs> but it left Put me it legs in, in Finchley. That's <laughs> <laughs> how that song goes. Alright, let's, let's just... That smoldering intensity. Fuck yeah, that's the sort of role that's going to get you a permanent slash semi-regular performance on EastEnders. <laughs> that lip bite. That was a saucy <laughs> lip bite. Fuck yeah. How's he going to lie to make all this up? So intense. My God. What is it? Ah, he's actually telling the truth here. I don't remember that. Yeah. But the policeman doesn't believe him. Oh, right. I mean, it... Polygamy is a crime, right? Pretty sure. Bigamist. Is there a difference between bigamy and polygamy? Bigamy. I guess polygamy implies more than two. Or at yeah, least two. I guess. Whereas at bigamy least. is specifically yeah. two. As opposed to trig- trigonometry, which is three. <laughs> Trigamy, yeah. <laughs> Twigamy. Trigamy, diggamy, do. <laughs> Rickety, diggity, do. <laughs> Multiple points when we said Rick, Ricky Santoro, Rick, or, or whatever. Every <laughs> single time we said it last week, I thought, Rickety dickety doo. I'm glad you kept that to yourself, mate. It would have really derailed Rickety dickety doo. <laughs> um, is that it? Is it over? Oh, no, because nope. he gets him pregnant. Yeah, he's got to get him pregnant, yeah. Just he gets those wondered. lovely women pregnant. He in puts case his you're seed wondering, in these two unfortunate ladies. In case you're wondering if he does actually fuck, then this sequence will answer that for you. Mm. Has he got a framed picture of a bush? They're just doing as all couples do. Just talking about Neil Morrissey's sex life in bed. It, it baffles us. It's tantalising, isn't it? Just the complexity of it. <laughs> complexity. You ever try to imagine him and, Ash- and Leslie Ash having sex? <laughs> Have you, mate? <laughs> Never thought about that. Put much time into that. But I have. But I will now. Have you seen any of my comic books? <laughs> you know they've been embargoed She got to know so little of what the fuck was going on Harding at least Not Harding, she's Harding Um, Uten at least got close <laughs> to knowing what the fuck was going on Yeah, but wouldn't it have been a better re- dramatic reveal If he did it in front of the two women I guess he had to get out of it uh, Yeah, for, because he's got to get away with it in the end For continued comedy 
God, just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a shite in it, mate. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, what's this? Oh, uh oh, uh oh. What's going sting. on? Oh, and now we get a cheeky bunch of outtakes. Are they even outtakes, or is it just scenes from earlier in the film that you may have missed? That was the end, everyone. Remember this. I did want to mention that the um the cop his his look was so fucking intense at the end of that film that you could tell that he really just wanted to be in a better film. Cliff Richard was in this. <laughs> oh, Rolf Harris, noted pedophile. Excellent, love that. I'm glad he was here. Judy Dench was in this. I did forget that. Um, <laughs> yeah, supposedly we never actually managed to spot yeah. spot her in Bernard the actual runtime. Cribbins. Just very Sue quickly Pollard. going through this long list of horrible cameos oh. and seeing if I recognise yeah. any of them. Well, Sue Pollard is the person I thought was um, the shocking comedian. Yeah. I forget her name. I, I forget her actual name. It was An- Andrew Sachs. Uh, it was Manuel when I said Manuel. Oh, yeah. Well done, Glad mate. to know that. <laughs> um, your credit, good your job. credit to OGT. Well, that's it. There's about 700 cameos in there and I recognised about... Five this, people. This is awful. This is just a montage of shots of the film. It's like the fucking yeah. cinematographer YouTube reel. The beauty oh, do you remember of when Neil Morrissey went? Life. That was great. <laughs> do you remember when mustaches showed up? <clears throat> God, do you know what this reminds me of? It does remind me of seeing Double, but even less charm. It's just got that oh, British God. cheapness to it. Yeah. I just... I have no fucking time for anything like this. I'm turning it down. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> isn't that lovely? It, it, it's not only that the, the performances and the, the... I was going to say the acting. <laughs> the performances, the, <laughs> the performances acting. Performances and the, cast, the acting. Um, all of them are terrible. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the dialogue, the jokes don't hit or anything. I just get a yeah. stark reminder of the very worst of England. Yeah. I just, I just... I don't want that anymore. No, I get enough of that every time we have an election or any kind of referendum or just general consultation with the British public. So I don't need it in my films as well. At the very yeah. least, we all went and saw Skyfall and agreed Skyfall was good. I thought that was one thing we had in common. But look, let's not <laughs> pretend this is like a super popular fucking... That was Jeffrey Palmer for a minute there. <laughs> Jesus. I think um, Jeffrey Palmer, probably. This bombed. This bombed in its first fucking weekend. Yeah. It made like 600 quid or something like that, so... I just realised no one was wearing a baby G watch throughout that movie. This was made in the 90s. I don't care what anyone says. It has to have been. There's no there's no justification for making something like this in 2012. <laughs> it's physically impossible. Yeah. Chemically impossible to make something like this in 2012. Uh, Paul, um, you can check out the latest news at www.runforyourwife.co.uk. <laughs> Why don't we just fucking do that, Paul? Why don't we go check on the latest news regarding the Run For Your Wife universe? Oh my god, look! Oh god, look! Who? Oh my god! Okay. There's sequel bait at the end of this movie we didn't know about. John Smith will return and caught in the net. And there's a picture of him with the, his two babies. Someone gave Danny Dyer his, some of their babies to hold. <laughs> Post credit sequence. What's going on now? Oh. <sighs> the cop got off with um, Neil Morrissey. <laughs> Neil Morrissey and the neighbour have now have finally. She said, I've never had it. I didn't catch what line Neil Morrissey was telling her, but 
he said something and she got right on that D. Here we go, I've gone back a bit. Wow. Okay, okay so, so she's into the fact that he's um gay. Get, just sleeps with anyone basically. He's a yeah. he's a regular Oscar Wilde. That's not <laughs> what Oscar Wilde does. Um I've got to tell you that uh runforyourwife.com is uh, oh it wasn't .com was it, it was .co.uk. Co.uk. .co.uk. I will say .com is for sale and we can buy it now for the low low price of $2095. If we bought this <laughs> fucking thing we'd have the studio by the nuts. That's amazing Paul. We make that in 10 years. <laughs> All right, let me try runforyourwife.com.co.uk. And um... <laughs> let me just refresh.com because <laughs> it's going to get bought up sooner or later. Run for wife. Yeah, no. Run for your wife. I want to find out about the sequel and when it's coming out. Caught in the net. Caught in the net. Caught, Caught in the net. Caught in the net. Oh, it's still live, Paul. <laughs> Perf- perfect for a fun-filled Christmas or a cozy laugh laugh in on St. Valentine's Day. Oh, watching this on Valentine's Day with your horrible wife. <laughs> a riotous rom-com. No, it's not. It is in no way c- to be considered a rom-com. Is it a review and it's every, like, riotous ellipsis, rom, ellipsis, com, ellipsis. And they've just taken rom and com from words. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is unattributed to anyone, that quote. <laughs> because this movie had 0%. Oh, that was something I was going to suggest. This film has 0%, so we should do a live version of the 0% theme, please. Oh, okay. Fuck. Fuck. Perfect. Pitch perfect, Sorry. mate. Sorry, cat. Pitch perfect too. Oh no, you scared the cat with your fuck. I always scare the cat with my <laughs> fuck. <laughs> my fuck. <laughs> but that's a different story. Pardon for another my commentary. Fuck. Oh Jesus. All right. Well, look. I think we've got time for one more improv before we go, Paul. Oh no. Yeah, I think so. And um, <laughs> basically, you're going to be a studio executive, and I'm going to pitch for you the sequel to Run for Your Wife. Oh god, okay, I'm I'm here we go. I'm just gonna <laughs> just just brush the cocaine off my table. Yep, send send him in. Send this <laughs> absolute piece of shit in. I'm ready. <laughs> Hello, I'm famous playwright whatever. <laughs> Wait, are you Ray Cooney? I am. I'm Ray Clooney. Fantastic, <laughs> I love Terrible Clooney's. brother of George. <laughs> You've been responsible for run for your wife, am I right? I was totally 100% responsible for all several decades of that. Fantastic. And now I'm here to sell you a piece of shit, my friend. Like an actual one, or...? (laughs) Well, I notice you've got quite a few of those gathered around the office. No, I'm here to sell you possibly the defining film of the 2010s. And the good thing is, I already made it back in 1995. Oh, fantastic. So it's going to cost me nothing. It's going to cost you literally nothing, and it'll make you hundreds of pounds. That's useful because I spent hundreds of pounds this morning on <laughs> cocaine and food, by which I which I call shit. 
but not yet shit. <laughs> it eventually becomes shit, just like the production process of my films. Well, sir, let me tell you this. Let me pitch this to you. De- Denise right. Vanuten and Steps from Steps, right? Which they Steps? Are, uh, steps from Steps. They Which are married. Steps? All of Steps. I need to know. <laughs> All Steps. All Steps. H from Steps. Then sell me in. J from Steps. M from Steps, who is Judy Dench. They're all in there, and it's fantastic. And they're all married to... Last of the Steppenwine. <laughs> Last of the Steppenwine. <laughs> I am the Steppenwine. I both crave public approval and disapprove of all people. It's a terrible existence well, that makes, for me. Looking at you right now, Ray, that makes sense. <laughs> That's right, I am Ray Clooney. So, <laughs> basically, they're both married to this awful bloke. Played by Danny Dyer, but he's not available anymore, so I feel like the only reasonable person to replace him with would be Jason Statham. I was just thinking Jason Statham. I like that we're both yeah. <laughs> in, in tune here with our cockney heroes. And our cocks. So we are going to oh, engage Jason Statham. And he's had a baby with both Denise Van Uten and um, <laughs> also Steps from Steps. And they're going to give birth to a, a baby Last of the Summer Wine and a baby <laughs> Judy Dench. Uh, but the oh, problem gosh. is, one night, he, he gets in the wrong way round. He gets he gets to one of their houses in the taxi. This is actually probably how this went, fucking went down. <laughs> he gets to one of their houses in mm. the taxi, and the baby's mm. in the back seat. And then there's all sorts of hilarious mix-up with the babies, and he not really no, there isn't. I don't know how to write No, it. there isn't. <laughs> oh. There could no, be, there if isn't. I can figure it out, if I can get that fucking clip-art prick to help me out on this one. <laughs> I've got a better idea as a movie producer. How about he mistakes his baby for his wife and then, well, she, he... And it's hilarious. Dark. He asks her to cook him some dinner. That's what men do, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He totally misogynistically entraps his yeah. uh, baby by mistake into living in a really mm. horrible domestic situation. What aspiration, Van Uten? You know, as a character, the character of Denise Van Uten, in this movie, mm. it's moving. Just living this horrible life in Stockwell, which nobody should have to do. Married no. to Danny Dyer, which nobody should have to do. No. Just living out that life down there, just every day watching her husband in 20 minute intervals as he rushes off. <laughs> Jesus. Her, her one job is to make sure that he keeps to this strict time schedule. <laughs> it's a one job. Yeah. It's like Sisyphus, kind of, but not. <laughs> Exactly like Sisyphus, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just... Is it, it is a prison. It is, it's a prison. It's a horrible existence for all three of them. Four of them, really, because Neil Morrissey's not got it better. He's fucking downstairs. He's not getting out of his purgatory. He's, he's not getting any... Well, he's getting off with a neighbour, isn't he? So he doesn't have to just uh, constantly yeah. listen to Danny Dyer ploughing Denise Van Uten, knowing See, that that's got... a new... It's <laughs> a new a ending new for the film for us now. <laughs> like, we didn't know this happened. Um, we didn't know there was going to be a sequel. We didn't know Neil Morris is now getting a, getting on with um, with the with the neighbor the who loves him I, because he's a deviant. Yeah, the excitement I felt when I saw the sequel baiting was really quite palpable. So oh, yeah, um, I mean, fu- look at my hands shaking, Paul. <laughs> look at my fucking look at the extent to which my testicles retreated into my body. This is quite an impact it's had on me. <laughs> Far more so than the rest of the film. It's made a noted impact. Yeah. Jesus we've got to, we've right. got to spend eighty minutes watching it whilst you try and tease them back out again. <laughs> gotta, all right, you you up for another watch, mate? So I, I'll get it started. Um, yeah, sure, definitely. It just I've I've got my um, 
My gl- my glasses are in the car. <laughs> You're wearing your glasses. D- different glasses. <laughs> I need these glasses to find the other glasses. These glasses are only good for glasses. Glasses. Yeah, I put these on. I put these on first thing when I get up in the morning because putting on the sp- the proper glasses is too much of a whoa, you know. Yeah. So this is a sort of ah, oh, welcome back to the world. It's a bit fuzzy. You can find your real glasses in your car down the street. And um, just really need those glasses, Paul. Gotta have those glasses. All right, well, look, mate. Here's what I'm thinking. Probably any episode. We've got time for one last thing, which is just... Fuck me. Was this the worst one? How, how's that? No. Been? Probably not. No. It wasn't the worst one. I do, I do it it seems quite episode. innocent now after watching... Rewatching a few of them. Yeah. Shit. But innocent. Undeniably shit. Yeah, well... The quest continues. The The search goes on for our worst film. I like the way that this has turned into our mission for the year. Our positive pool podcast is, which one of these was the worst? I feel like we need to spend a year preparing for the next time we decide that. Yeah. Well, we've but got... What is it next? We're, be, we're being Bucky as positive Larson. as we can. Not in this episode. Oh, yeah. No, not in this one. This was awful. But Bucky Larson's up next. So... I, I think like that'll be a wonderful chance. I would wager that's going to get bumped up a step. <laughs> oh, look at this saucy jank coming in. Jesus Christ, we cannot have a three-way tie between all the American comedies we've done. <laughs> I can't wait to see what fresh new take you've got for us on Bucky Larson that's going to keep this um, <laughs> not f- from not being a soul-destroying enterprise. Well, I don't know if I'm going to commentate it because that was a nightmare. <laughs> Just trying to think actual thoughts whilst watching one of the worst films ever made was, um, yeah, it was interesting the stupefying effect that that film had on me. I feel like oh. that's a good study of that. Yeah. Like a sleep study. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just committed now. I'm just going to get this pushed out of the top ten. <laughs> By introducing steadily more shit films. <laughs> we've got, I mean, we've got what? About, we've probably got another year of this before we... we... Figured out our top, our bottom ten again. So a lot yeah. of bad films in there, Paul. Ah, oh, fuck me. I have started to watch films in in two parts because I don't care how yeah. the director wanted me to see his film. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm all you about. You don't care about positive. Ray Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about him or Ray, Rayleigh Clooney. <laughs> Rayleigh Otter. Yeah, any of them. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how they want me to see Goodfellas. I'm going to find the good things in it. Last of the Judy Dench. It's just not really of interest anymore no i still love the ogt and i love our mission it's just yeah amusing to me the idea that had i thought a little bit more about it we could have been watching like the great beauty today (laughs) we could do that next year we'll do that next year as soon as it gets critically reevaluated and has less than 50 percent on rotten tomatoes which if you ask me (laughs) is coming so definitely for nolan oh god yeah he's walking on thin ice my friend yeah i'm I'm Paul Bain. I'm th- on thin ice myself. <laughs> and remember, the one good thing about Run For Your Wife is that classic 90s midriff that we can all just... And, and remember, you may have adopted the midriff. Hmm. You were born in it. Molded <laughs> Raised by it. Molded by it. <laughs> by the time we saw the flabby gut... Nothing to me but blank. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm so tired. 